Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about hopefully a mundane topic so that you, our listeners, can drift off, relax, and possibly find your way to sleep. I'm really happy today because I didn't have a guest scheduled and so I was a little concerned so I reached out to my niece Mia and I said Mia would you like to be a guest on my podcast and she said of course so it gives me great pleasure to introduce my niece Mia to the podcast welcome to the insomnia project thank you Zio I'm very happy to be here hello everybody on the insomnia project I'm really happy to be here and Mia is calling me Zio because that's the word for uncle in Italian. So she calls me Zio in case right. you're wondering what she's saying. I wanted to talk to you about painting. So let me ask you, Mia, what do you like about painting? I like that it's very calming and I'm glad that we're talking about it so our listeners can listen to something calming. Sure. And what is it about painting you find very calming? I think just the stroking of the brush, mm-hmm. especially when you're not painting anything under pressure. Sure. Just painting slowly and whatever you would like it to be. Do you have a subject you like to paint? Well, I usually like to paint portraits. Oh, really? So yes. like a portrait of what would you paint, for example? Uh, I would like to paint portraits of maybe a person, okay. someone in my family. Sure. You example would be oh, a good example. Thank you. And is there a particular color you like to paint with? I really enjoy painting with purple, pink, and blue. When you blend them together, I think they all look pretty nice. Oh, cool. But I also think that blending together pink, blue, yellow, and green is also very nice colors. That's a lot of colors to blend, though, don't you think? Yes, but surprisingly, it actually turns out good when you make them very light colors. Okay. And what about painting walls? Like in painting, let's say, your kitchen wall or your, your living room wall. Do you enjoy doing that? 
Well, if my parents let me, then yes, I would enjoy it. Now let me ask you this: Have you ever scribbled on a wall with a crayon? Maybe. Okay, and what's your a preferred thing to scribble on a wall? I know you don't do it anymore, but when you were a kid. When I was a baby, well, yes, I did. Used to grab a crayon and then scribble all over the wall. I think I would usually do it with in red or yellow. I see, but you don't have any subject you would draw, like a like a cow or, a, you know, something no, else. It's no, it's because when I was a baby, I didn't really know how to draw or what to draw. Well, now you're nine and a half. Now you are the one who introduced me to this half birthday. So can you explain to our listeners what a half birthday is? Well, in my family, me, my parents, and my sibling, we all celebrate a half birthday. And now, a half birthday. It should be said that you're the one who came up with this, right? Yes. Okay. Now a half birthday is the birthday that celebrates when you turn six and a half. Twelve and a half, nine and a half. Example for me, it means it's your birthday. It's six months later from your birthday. So, for example, if your birthday was, let's say,、uh, October eighteenth, then your birthday would be April eighteenth,、uh, six months later from October. Wow, that was really quick math too. I have to say. And what does one do on their half birthday? Well, you don't get gifts, but the family usually bakes cupcakes or buys cupcakes from the store, sings them happy birthday, and they get sometimes they get breakfast in bed. Oh wow! Is there a preferred breakfast in bed that you enjoy? I like English muffins with. Orange juice. That's、oh. my kind of perfect breakfast. Butter on the English muffin or just plain? I like peanut butter and jam. So an English muffin can also be called a crumpet, and I don't know if you know this, but we have a lot of listeners in the UK, you know, England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, who listen, and they like English muffins or crumpets for breakfast too. That's very interesting. Now, have you? I have a question for、sure. you now,、okay. Zio. All right. Do you like eating English muffins? Well, I have to be honest with you. I love English muffins. I also love scones and tea and clotted cream and jams and anything that is very warm and rich and makes you feel warm on a cool day. Even a warm, if I can have a warm blanket on me. Well, I have a scone, an English muffin, and some Earl Grey tea. I'm very, very happy.、Hmm. What do? You, what would you like on your English muffin? So, say I gave you an English muffin, and then I gave you all the toppings in the world. Which topping would you put on the English muffin? Great question. So, I would probably put some butter and raspberry jam. Mm. Maybe some honey. So I could I could do one that has raspberry jam and butter, and one that has butter and some honey drizzled on top.、Mm. I、Very、love honey. I love honey, and so does your aunt. But let me ask you this: How do you feel about honey? To be honest,、mm-hmm. I'm not that much of a honey fan. But if say if I went to the I don't know hun at、uh, 
English muffin store. Okay. And then there were English muffins laid there, and there was two items. Okay. Maybe peanut butter and jam. No, that's two items. So okay. maybe Nutella mm-hmm. and honey. Sure. I would pick Nutella. But if there was only one topping at mm-hmm. the store and that topping was honey, I would take the honey because I do not mind it. But if okay. there was another option, I would take the other option over honey. So well, it's I would, so-so. I, I would hate to go to an English muffin shop that only had one topping to offer you. I know. That would be horrible. I know. So let me ask you this. Do you have any hobbies or any things that you like to do when you're not in school? Well, I sometimes I I really like reading books. Oh, okay. Then I also like baking. Mhm. I like sometimes FaceTiming my friends and okay. chatting. Sure. And I really I really enjoy writing down math questions for myself and answering them. Oh, wow. Okay, so let me start with books. You know I'm a big fan of books, and I'm a huge fan of libraries. What types of books do you like to read? And do you, as my niece, like libraries? For question one, I usually like reading books with Roman or Greek mythology in it okay. because I am Italian and Greek. Okay. So, for instance, maybe the Percy Jackson series. I am a big fan of that series. And I probably, after that series, will be getting into a Roman mythology book. Cool. And what about libraries? Do you like them? I personally love libraries. The calmness and quietness of a library just calms me head to toe. It's very part, it's a part of my spirit. Okay, so when you go into a library... What do you do? What's your procedure when you walk into a library? Do you go to a certain section right away? Do you check in with librarian? Or do you just search for books? I check in with the librarian. Mm -hmm. Yes, I check in the librarian, ask her how she's doing. And she's a very nice librarian. Mm -hmm. Uh, This library that I go to is usually at my school. Okay. Yes. Cool. Then once I do that... I search through the books, seeing which books I would like to read. Usually, I like reading fantasy stories. I see. But if there is a nonfiction book that I like on, let's say, turtles or camels, I would also take it. Oh, that's cool. Now, you mentioned math. You like math. Tell me about math. What do you like about it, and why do you find math so easy to do? Five things that I love about math. Sure. Addition. Okay. Subtraction. Mm -hmm. Multiplication. Division. And fractions. Wow. These are the five core math things that I love. There's also patterns and algebra. But the main core parts of what I love are those five things. So talk to me about fractions. Fractions, well, I think most of our listeners know this, but fractions are halves or fourths or thirds. You know, not usually not wholes, 
it's parts of parts of a whole. So I feel like fractions, they're a fraction of my soul is math. I see. So one could say because you're nine and a half, there's a fraction. You're good at fractions and they're part of your soul, did you say? Yes. Math is all part of my soul. But fractions, it is a fifth of that fraction of my soul. Oh, wow. That's really cool that you broke it down like that. Yes. Okay, so Mia, I'd like to know some other things. I'd like to chat with you about, for example, you have a studio in your house and I have a studio in my house and that's how we're communicating to us. So what's key in having a working studio in your house for any listeners that might want to do a podcast or record audio? Well, there's one thing that might help them. Mm -hmm. I have, but first I would like to talk about my studio. Sure. One thing that one studio, the one studio in my house is my parents' closet. Okay. It is filled with clothes. And we have everything we need. So now for our listeners, if they want to start a podcast, here are things we need. Okay. We need a quiet area, usually okay. not on the main floor. So that's In that quiet area, it could be small or big, no matter what. But usually it's better small because the bigger, the more echoey it gets. And sometimes the mic that that you have, you will need for podcasting, will pick up those sounds because the mic is very sensitive. What is the most difficult sound in your area that you try to avoid getting picked up on the microphone? Probably my little brother. I see. Because he can be quite noisy, right? Yes, very noisy. He's very definite. Sure. And very sporty, and I love him, but mm -hmm. sometimes he can be just a teensy-weensy annoying. I see. I see. All right, Mia, I want to talk about some other subjects that you enjoy. I feel like we should circle back. We could circle back to podcasting. Oh, sure. Yes, because I feel that we need to talk about podcasting a little bit more to the listeners. Okay, sure. I love podcasting, of course. Me and, too. Okay, so tell me more. Is this your first podcast that you're on? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, okay, cool. But so, yeah. right. I have submitted many auditions, many voice auditions that mm -hmm. I have done uh, with you in this closet. So now circling back to how to podcast for the listeners. One, you need a small room, not on the main floor. Right. Two, that room should be covered in something like foam tiles or something soft to absorb the excess sound so the sure. mic doesn't pick it up. Three, you need a mic. Four, you need something to record your podcast on. Five, you need a headset. It could be cheap. Uh, it could be cheap, like connectable earpods, or 
it could be a headset like we're wearing, or it could be AirPods, whatever fits the listeners here. And five, you just need a, a set of chairs okay. so you can be comfortable. Now, if there's anything else that you need to go to the podcast, to podcasting, you can always circle back to the 25 things I wish I knew before I started podcasting book by my uncle here. I, so. I wasn't expecting you to plug my book, but I do appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank I you. actually read it myself at school. I can't believe you read my book at school even. What did your teacher say? Well, my teacher said it is very cool to have a podcasting uncle. Wow. I, I have to agree with your teacher. So since you are in a closet, can we talk about clothes for a minute? Yes. Okay. So tell me what your favorite types of clothes are. And I noticed that you're wearing a leopard, a leopard patterned shirt today. Yes. Today I'm wearing a leopard pattern t-shirt. I actually have a sweater, but it's not in my closet. Okay. It's outside my closet. Well, my parents' closet. Sure. So I'm wearing a leopard print t-shirt. So let's circle back to the books for a second. Okay, sure. To, to just, in books, you, in most books, like chapter books, fantasy sure. chapter books, you need to imagine the image in your head. Yep. What it looks like. So we're going to circle back to that. We're doing a lot of circling back, it seems, on this podcast. <laughs> okay. It's like a timeline. So okay. imagine this in your head. It's sure. like a timeline. Okay. Then there's circles for okay. books, clothes, uh, podcasting, and then the, the line stops there. Then there's okay. an arrow going back to one of the circles. Okay. So imagine that, and then we go back. And then cool. we could go forward, and then we can go back, or back two, or back three, or all the way to the beginning, and then just go another on another line. It's, that's cool. So that's what podcasting about is about. So now back to the clothing where we are right now. Do you pick out your wardrobe for the day, or does your yes. mom pick it out for you? Okay, I pick. I usually pick it out, except when we're going out on formal wear. Okay. So let, let me ask you this. Uh, and this is not a formal wear occasion, so you would pick out. What 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 instructs what you're going to wear for any given day? Is it the temperature outside? Is it the mood you're in? What makes you pick out the clothes that you're going to wear on any given day? Well, depending on if it's a T-shirt, sure. a dress... Okay. Or just a normal shirt. That is driven by the temperature. Okay. But the what I'm going to wear is driven by my mood. So say I'm in a lazy mood. I would okay. like a sweatshirt and some track pants. Okay. But if I'm in a sporty mood, maybe I would like some jeans and maybe just a very definite shirt what if i'm in a formal mood okay maybe i could get a ruffled shirt and some very nice tight very nice jeans i see okay it's driven really by my mood but what's 
type of thing I'm going to wear is driven by the temperature. So really both. Cool, cool. Well, thank you for that insight. Um, Is there a type of clothing you would recommend people wear if they're going to be on a podcast? I would recommend uh, not too neon, not too bright. Okay. And just maybe a blue or a purple or a black. Some... Maybe a cool color. I see. There's a cool hot color. colors and cool colors. I, if I were you, I would choose a cool color when I was going to podcast. And are you a fan of cool colors or warm colors when you paint? I'm a fan of cool colors. Oh, you're a fan of cool colors. I see. Now, we also like to play games, you and I, board games and whatnot. Can you tell yes. me what your favorite board game is and if there's a game you enjoy playing with me? Honestly, I don't really have a favorite board game. Okay. Some of my favorite board games are Children on Stage and lots of others. Like, let's say, for instance... Mousetrap? Mousetrap, yes. Or uh, Trouble. Trouble is also a very good game. So... It's all, they're all very good board games, but I really don't have a definite favorite. And do you enjoy playing board games with me, or do I get too competitive? Because when we play Trouble, what is it that I always say to when I go on your, uh, your peg? See you later, sucker. <laughs> That's right. I always say that, and it always upsets your brother when I say that. So Yes. Now, last time, he was crying because I... of it. <laughs> I know. I don't want to make it seem I'm, seem like I'm that mean, but we were having a lot of fun. So tell me, do you enjoy playing games with me, or am I just so mean that you don't enjoy playing games with me? You're not mean. You're just competitive. Sure. But I still beat you every time. So It's true. There's a game that I'm currently playing that I, I can't wait to play with you. It's called Wingspan. Ooh. And basically, it's a bunch of cards. There's 190 cards, and on every card is a different bird. And it tells you it has a beautiful picture of a bird. I'll take a picture and I'll show it to you, one of, the, one of the pictures of the birds. Is there a particular bird you want me to find and take a picture of? Because it's all North American birds and European birds. Hmm. Do they have a – I'm going to go with something simple. Sure. A robin. Yes, they do have they a robin. So I'll take a picture of that robin and I'll send it to you and I'll put it on our, on our, um, on our social media so that our listeners can see it as well. But – Every single card has a different bird on it. In fact, I'm going to get one, so just give me two seconds, okay? So, now that you're back, tell me about this game, Zio Marco. Okay, so there's, there's, like I said, 190 cards, and I'm going to show you a card right now. It's the one that you asked about, the robin, right? That is a very good drawing of a robin. Yeah, they're really beautiful, aren't they? Yes, and you And you can see it says the name of the robin and then the Latin name underneath it. And then it shows you pictures of what the robin eats. So you can see a worm or a berry. Yeah. And it Berries, shows you worms, seeds. That's right. And it shows you what habitat where it likes to nest. And in this case, it's a tree or in the grasslands. It shows you how many eggs a robin will lay in its nest, the oh, type wow. of nest it makes, its wingspan. Do you see the wingspan there? Yes. What is the robin's wingspan? 43 centimeters or 
around 20 inches. Oh, wow. Did you just do that in your head? Yeah. Wow, that's really great. And then it tells you what this card does when, when you activate it. And you activate it in many ways. But there's also little eggs that you can put on the cards. Do you see that egg? And then there's these dice that you roll. You roll about five dice. And they have different things on it. You can see some of the pictures. Uh, mouse, berries, fish, leaf, worm. Yeah, so that's seed. you roll. The, yep, you roll that, and that's that's what the food is that the various um, various birds eat, and you want to collect those, right? Now, it says that this game is for 14 years plus, but I think that you would be able to play it with me because you're you're really good at numbers and you're really, you know, you're really good at games. So this is the game that I want to play with you, but I don't know if your little brother would be able to play. So it'll have to be when he's either, you know, distracted with something else or playing with your aunt and you and I can play this game. Would you like to do that? Yes. All right. So that's something you and I will do next time we see each other. All right. Yeah. Is that is that a deal? It's a deal, all right. All right. Well, before we end the podcast, I need to share some some information with our listeners. And it's something that I taught you when you were very young and you're very skilled at. Do you know what that is? What is it? What did I teach you when you were young? And now anytime we're together, I'm always asking you if you wouldn't mind making me one. Oh, you taught me how to make a coffee or better known as an Italian espresso. Okay, so can you walk me through how one makes an espresso or espresso coffee? So for, first of all, you need to wash out the container. Mm -hmm. Second, there's two parts of the container. Okay, it's actually, one, it's, called, it's called a mocha is what they call it. Yes. And it's a stovetop coffee maker for espresso coffee just so our listeners can follow along all yes. right that's what i was about to say oh, so the sorry. first part is called the mocha mm -hmm. it's where you put all of the water mm -hmm. and then the second part i do not remember what it is called the filter so you have the yes. reservoir where you put the water then you have the filter what does the filter yes. look like the filter it's like a little circle and that is where you put the coffee mixture. It kind of looks like a funnel to me. You know what a funnel is? Yes. It's, okay. To me, it kind of looks like a circled funnel. Okay. Yes. And that comes with a lid. So when the espresso bubbles, which we'll get on to later, it does not go all over your stove. Sure. So the first thing you want to do is grab the mocha mm -hmm. and fill it with water up to the line. And and you, what happens if you fill past the line? The espresso will overflow and it won't taste uh, very good. Okay. Too much water. Second thing you want to do is grab the filter, grab a spoon and some of the powder that you put in, the coffee powder. Sure. Put that into the little funnel. Anything we should know about that? Are you supposed to pack the coffee in or just let it yeah. loose, loose, loose and goose? You need to pack the coffee in once it is up to its limits. Mm -hmm. then I don't I don't like it too packed, I must say. Yes. You, you tend we, to pack it and I always say don't pack it as much. Yes, I remember. Mm -hmm. 
Then you put the two, the mocha and the filter together. Mm-hmm. The filter on top of the mocha. Put the lid on. Heat your oven up to, I would say, 600 degrees Celsius. Maybe. Well, hang on a second. We don't put it inside the oven. We put it on the stovetop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Stoves- we don't. Yeah, okay, so that is usually determined by low, medium, or high, not degrees. Oh. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. Which which so what would you put it on? High, medium, or I low? I would put it I would put it on medium. Okay. But I'm not remembering much because the last time I made a coffee with you, uh espresso, was when I was seven, I think. Two oh, years really? ago. Okay. Okay. You're starting to make it sound like I'm I'm using you as child coffee labor. No, you're not. Okay. Maybe you are. Okay. Well, let's not tell anyone that. All right. Let's continue with. So once it's on the stove and it's heating up, and of course, at that point, you're staying far away from the stove, correct? So you don't get burned. Yes, correct. Always make sure that you have an adult supervising if you are mm-hmm. under the age of 15. Okay, and then what happens? Now the coffee is bubbling, right? Yes. As soon as the coffee starts bubbling, and it should after about five minutes, okay. five to ten minutes. Sure. It should. Then you will have the perfect espresso. You pour it out of the, the you take off the filter from the mocha, take the mocha and pour the pour the liquid from the mocha into your finest coffee cup. Wow, thank you for that. Now you make me want to go make one for myself, but I don't make them as good as you. I have to be honest with you. Is there anything that one could put in their coffee, or is there anything that I like in my coffee? Well, let's circle back for a second. Okay. Your your like of honey. Okay. Honey, you said that you like honey, so I let's do. circle. Sure. Let's go back to the timeline. Okay. And then let's circle back to that circle of okay. honey. Sure. Let's jump there. I'm there. From the number line. It's like okay. a number line, but it's a timeline. Got it. You said that you like honey. I do. So now let's circle back to where we are. Okay. In the coffee and area. Now we know that you like honey. So sure. we should put honey in your coffee because that is what you like. I happily take honey in my coffee. There is also other ingredients that our listeners can put in their coffee, like sure. milk, sugar, cream, etc. Okay. Many different uh, choices, but I feel if I were you, with all of your interests, I sure. would put uh, honey, a little bit of sugar, and milk in my coffee. Is that correct? Yeah, that is 100% correct. Now, can we circle back to the English muffin conversation that we had? And could I have an English muffin with my coffee? You certainly can. It actually occurred to my mom and Mm -hmm. my dad that they, they are both English muffin fans. I see. So when they drank it with an espresso, because... Well, they just wanted it to be special, so they made an espresso. They It occurred to them that espresso goes really well with English muffins. Oh, I see. 
It's so, both from the same continent. Oh, it Italy, is. Italy and England and the UK. Sure. All are in Europe. Right. So, so you you kind of get the best of both worlds in that combination. You now before we do. Now before we end the podcast today, and I want to thank you for being such a spectacular guest. I wanted to talk about cereal. Because there's a cereal that both myself and your mother really enjoy that you pointed out to me once. Do you remember what that cereal is? I do not. Remember I told you I liked Shreddies? Oh, yes. And you said you know who likes Shreddies? Yes, my mom. She has Shreddies a lot. Oh, she does, huh? We have like two boxes in our thing, our cupboard right now. And how do you feel about Shreddies? Honestly, it's like a so-so for me. Oh, I see. We should explain what shreddies are for our listeners because we have some listeners in parts of the world that don't get shreddies. So describe what a shreddy cereal is, and then I'll ask you what your favorite cereal is, and then we'll end the podcast. Okay. A shreddies is a square cereal. It's all squares. And the squares, it has tinier squares like waffles. Yes. That are usually filled with sugar. When you put them in the milk, the milk gets soaked in there. And that's the part that my mother and my Zio really like. Well, that's the shreddies that have sugar in it. A lot of times they don't have sugar. It's a whole grain wheat cereal. So like shredded wheats. I think that's where yes. it gets its name from. And it is an iconic Canadian cereal made with 100% whole grain wheat in Niagara Falls. That's where they make it. Did you know that? No, but but Zio Marco. Yes. You know you do know what they say. No, I don't. Northeast south northeast southwest. Never eat shredded wheat. Oh my goodness, that's how you remember northeast south and west. I think I got it wrong. Never eat shredded wheat. So now you're eating shredded wheat. Oh my goodness. Never Who knew? eat shredded wheat. Go back to the cereal. Okay, the so sugared cereal. Okay, what's your favorite cereal then? Let me ask you. I, what... I'm, I'm a big fan of corn pops and okay. Fruit Loops. Okay, those those are your two favorite. Why are they your favorite? And then we're gonna end the the episode today. Well, corn pops they're very poppy and. They taste a little bit like popcorn, okay. but they go well with milk and as a cereal. So mm. it's the best of both worlds, cereal and popcorn mashed together, and they're actually tasted good. Okay. And Fruit Loops? Fruit Loops, they don't actually, they're not actually Fruit Loops. They're cereal. They don't have any artificial colors or flavors. Oh, I don't know well, about that. They do that. have colors. Yeah. But not flavors mm. so no artificial flavors i'm not sure i think they do really wait what does artificial flavors mean it means the flavor doesn't come necessarily from the fruits they represent oh oopsies that's fine i just don't want to i don't want to shatter your world with fruit loops but they are tasty yes they are very tasty and they're fun it's to just... eat Yes, I, it, that's all I could say. I can't really explain Fruit Loops. I they're just good. Oh well, to me in my world, they're just good. Sometimes that's all you need. Great. Well, Mia, listen, 
you're just great on the podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. Nine and a half, you have all this information to share, so I really do appreciate it. You're very welcome. And of course, we hope our listeners were able to listen and sleep. Good night, listeners. Good night.